Hey, what up? This is Aaron Kendrick representing Kendrick Sports Talk out of Northern Arizona. I want to send some love to my guy Sam in Norman, Oklahoma. Keep giving these people the elevated thoughts, brother. And the church says, Amen. Uh, welcome to Jerena Archer Almighty. This is Elevated Thoughts. Today was Wednesday. We had Bible study today. I was invited to Bible study. Shout out to Tasha, aka Big Bum and a Smile, for the uh, invite. Had a great time, a great word. Just let me say that, hey. Shout out to Pastor Brian Coleman, uh, Justin Broyles, and Ashley for sharing their testimonies for today. Uh, just go grab a listen. It's short and sweet. I wasn't even going to drop an episode today, but Wisdom Wednesdays. Hope you guys enjoy it. Peace. Until it happens. Yes. Ashley tried to have a 20 minute conversation at the church in the vestibule. I did. 
on Sunday. She know I got to greet 700 people. Amen. <laughs> and she's pastor. I got to talk to you. As to finish the story, because I didn't let you finish on Sunday because I was kissing me. Oh, I did. Yeah. Seven. No, y'all. Seven. Seven. on this, this crazy, crazy path of, of faith and everything that I've been doing here lately. I told y'all about my apartment last and everything else that's going on. Um, I haven't been in the church for a car. Um, I, you know, I was Christmas Eve. I decided, well, the day before Christmas Eve, I decided let me go look for a car. You know, just to see, right? I got turned down. Usually, hey, listen, your credit. This is how much we're going down. Blah blah blah. I said, okay, well, whatever. I'm not going to do that, right? Uh, maybe what the first week of January. I said, well, let me try one more time. You know, let's just see. I go. It was like, hmm. Okay, well, look, looks like you must be doing something right. It's like your credit is good, this stuff and that. But we're going to put you on a 2020 PSO. How about that? I said, okay. We can do this. You do absolutely right. So it was like, well, you know, better than that. You don't need nothing down. We're going to move the payments until March. I said, you know what? You're right. That's that stupid phrase I've been giving you. <laughs> <laughs>
entrepreneur in you. Yeah. You got ownership in you. Somebody say amen. Yeah. amen. amen. Come on. So I told, I, I, I told uh, my class, two, uh, not two classes, but just the last week, I said African-American people, if back in the day, Marvin, you remember, but back in the day, we didn't have medicine. We didn't go to the pharmacy. We made our own herbs in the kitchen yeah. because we didn't have access. Come on, I wish I had somebody. Yeah. We, we didn't have access to Walgreens and CVS. So if somebody got sick, we had to create our own stuff yeah. because we couldn't get to it or afford it. We had to be creative and, and uh, use our ingenuity in order to survive. Can I say that? We have lost that it, because everything we do now is take a pill for it. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm going to do this for I, Can I say this to y'all? Before there was a pill for it, right. your mother and your grandmother was creating a pharmacy in their kitchen. Yeah. Now, what they were fixing up is their business. Amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody Amen. Charles is a Because I'm not putting anybody else's kids through college. 
because none of us have experienced it, Justin. I've never experienced it. Nobody in the sanctuary has been on national TV for four hours. And to watch what happened, every time the ball, ball going to edge, your man is catching a touchdown. That hurts, bruh. I know it hurts. But here's the strength that's going to carry you. How old are you? 20? 21? It's going to carry you to 71. The ability of self-reflection. Yeah. 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 Can I get something? Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you what an adult, what adulthood would do to you. I'm ministering to you and you, but I want y'all to hear this. What adulthood does is adulthood often cuts off self-reflection because you're so busy trying to make the day just a day. You're so busy trying to get through the day that you don't get time for reflection. Right? If, if the one thing I'm telling you tonight, you can remember, you will make it. I brought you'll be okay. Never, never, never forget to be self-reflective. Choose to say to yourself, okay, I could do that better. I, because you know what you're just saying? Is what 90% of us don't do. And that is be critical of ourselves and say, you know what? I can be better at that. I can do better. Can I get some help? Yes, yes. Right? yes. So if you keep that, the, the person with the one parable, one talent in the parable chosen, he's the one who, given the starting opportunity, would have said to the coach, Coach, I ain't ready. Yeah. 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 He would have said, Coach, I ain't ready. All them lights. This is the bowl game. <laughs> coach, that's too much for me. Can I, can I, can I just, they, y'all better get this. The fact that you accepted the assignment. Yes, yes, yes. Can I be honest with you? Because other dudes wouldn't accept it. Right. Not on those stage like that. Yeah. I, hey man, I would have faked the injury. My, the first quarter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I get help from somebody? <laughs> you ain't gonna bear Come, come on, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't built for that. That ain't my arena. That's your arena. So you played four quarters. Because they stuck it out. Can I get some yeah, more? Yeah. Don't think that God did not see that. Yeah. So when, when your story comes to an end, you're going to look at the beginning and yeah. go, oh my God. Yeah. Look what God broke yeah. me from. Because yeah. I was able to yeah. see what I needed to do. Yeah. You know, that's real conversation. That's real spirituality. That's real growth. Everybody in here, including me, needs to be able to do. And I'm going to be honest with you, Justin. Getting put on a stage like that, that was your first time starting? Bruh, bruh. Some of y'all know Travis goes football. We know. That's a major bruh. That's pressure. That's Everybody and their mama was watching the game around the world. Come on, y'all. And for you to accept that assignment says something. So here it is. I'm going to give it to you because it's going to bless you. Failing is not the worst thing that can happen in life. Come on. Come on. Failing is not the worst thing. And in some cases, failing is the best thing. Because now you're looking at it going, okay, and you were transparent enough to say, and I got to talk to two more minutes. You were trying to say, hey, man, I went to the room, I cried. Somebody say amen to that. It hurt, it hurt. That's why I called you the next day. I said, let me call, let me call this boy and make sure he, yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> and when you flip the conversation, no, nah, I'll be all right. It had to go that way. Yeah. yeah. He had already had to talk with you. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, so he's 21 having this conversation. Haven't been on a national stage. Can I say this to us that's in here? Y'all know ain't none of us got no excuse. Somebody say amen. amen. Every last one of us needs to be stepping out on faith. If he could do it on a national stage and recover from it. Somebody say amen. amen. I, I love it, Justin. Thank you so much. It's our job to be faithful with God. All he has given us, which means we need to leverage our opportunities. 
We are to work using our talents to glorify God, to serve the common good and further the kingdom. I love this, y'all. Somebody say, glorify God. Glorify God. Serve the common good. Serve the common good. And further the kingdom. And further the kingdom. It is. Look at me, real quick. God does not give you for you. All right. All right. He gives you. He gives you so that he gives glory. You serve the people. Watch this. And the kingdom is advanced. Yes. And I, I can go all day on that three right there. Somebody say amen. Amen. Right, watch this. You, watch it. Glorify God. Serve the common good. Further the kingdom. All right. So I got to do justice to my students. So I got to help them. I got to bless them. You went through that not for you. You went through that because somebody else is going to have to happen to them. Yeah. All right. So now you got to be able to be reflective and say, you know what? Talk about embarrassment. Talk about hurt feelings. Talk about being messed up over what happened. I went through that. But let me tell you what God revealed to me. Somebody What's up? It's Sam. And Sam. And we are back with another Elevated Thoughts. Somebody else is going to need that. Ashley, somebody else is going to need you. I've been at that 8 to 5. While I was on 8 to 5, I was dreaming about my gift being somewhere else. And because I was dreaming and working, God came in and said, oh, I got something for you. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, watch this, he gets the glory. You serve the common good, you further the kingdom. It's not about us, it's about him. Somebody say amen. I hear this. That goes further, number three. Read that, read that, read that. Number three, go. When we do work, our efforts are Bible teaches us that everything we have, whether we acquire, or, or whether acquired or given at birth, is God's. Ah. Paul says in 1 Corinthians, we are not our own, we've been bought with a price of his life, so Christ has the claim to everything which belongs to us, everything which may be turned to good. We're told to glorify God as we use our bodies and our work. Our end is not self-satisfaction, but what, y'all? God's satisfaction. God's satisfaction. Number four, read it. Go ahead. Say it. God always gives us everything we need to do what he has called us to Somebody say, I got everything. I got everything. I told you all on Sunday that God would never require what he has not resourced. <laughs> he will never ask something from you he's not already given to you. So if God asks something from you, it's because he's already given it to you. Look at it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The master in the parable expected the servants to do more than passively pre preserve what had been entrusted to them. God expects us to generate a return by using our skills and abilities toward a what, y'all? A productive end. Everybody say productive end. Productive end. Uh, a servant who received five talents had everything necessary to produce what? Five more. A servant given two talents had everything necessary to produce what? Two more. The servant who received one talent had everything necessary to produce one more, but out of fear, he chose to do what, y'all? Nothing. Nothing. Everybody shout nothing. Nothing. That, that's why I try to preach, I try to teach all the time, y'all, that, that all of us in this place are gifted. All of us in this place are gifted. At the end of the day, everybody under the sound of my voice has been gifted. Somebody say amen. 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 Listen, stop regulating the gifts 
just to the preacher or to the singer or to the choir. You limit to what God can do. Because I believe, and I, I tell you, look, you can use anything God has gave you, given you in any field as a gift from God. Somebody say amen. 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 It, some people cooking is a gift. Some people caring for people is a gift. I believe what Sister Trudeau had is a gift. At the end of the day, there are gifts that God gives you. You've got to say to yourself, am I willing to use what he gave me in order to glorify him, serve the common good, and further advance the kingdom? There's a gift. Everybody has a gift. Listen, just the kingdom, the kingdom will come to pass when everybody in the body of Christ realize that they've been given. Somebody say amen. amen. I mean, really serving the people, empowering the people, uplifting the people, loving the people, being kind. Some people have the spirit of the gift of generosity. Somebody say amen. amen. Well, they like giving to people. Somebody say amen. amen. There's a gift of generosity. Everybody has a gift. Not just those spiritual gifts that we know that are recorded first in, in the Corinthians, but at the end of the day, all of us have a gift that we can use in order that God gets glory, serve the common good, further the kingdom. Don't underestimate your gift. It would be, I would love, it, oh God, how do I say this? We need to tell our children, maybe we need to do this, and they got to do, maybe we can tell our kids that there are more gifts than playing basketball or football. Yes. That makes sense? That's good. Okay, here it is. Now, y'all better say amen loud on this one. But the reason they picked up two other gifts is because many of us have never operated in our own gifts. So you can't. You can't expect something from a young child or a young teenager that they don't see. Right. If they don't see you doing it, yeah. then they don't believe they can do it. Yeah. We love football, basketball. That's great. Chase your dream. I think everybody can play football. Amen. Maybe I need to say that. Everybody can go to the NFL. Right. Everybody ain't going to the NBA. Right. Say amen. amen. And so, and so when when uh <coughs> Let, let me tell you, I gotta use her for an example. Thank you. Because my mind goes 100 miles an hour, so I'm trying to use my mouth and my mind at the same time. Amen? <laughs> let me tell y'all something. Um, Marvin Oates, Mother Fitch has an unusual gift. <laughs> let me tell y'all something. Spend five minutes. Mother Fitch. Five minutes. And you, you will come back to me and go, whoo! I just want to please her. 
And whether I move back home or I stay, oh, it don't matter. It's in the Lord's hands. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And before I know it, she goes into this. She said to me, Mama, she said, if I got to stay in the hospital some more, baby. She said, it'll be okay. She said, because all I want to do is see Jesus and introduce him. <laughs> I'm about to fight in the room. Well, can you introduce him to me? <laughs> she said. But if you if you ever if you ever engage, she always talks about God. Look, bro, but just I'm gonna have her lay hands on. Cause I'm telling you now, I left the hospital. I should have been in there, sir. <laughs> she lifted the wool. No, y'all listen. The conversation was not fit for the context we went in. Because if you visit somebody in the hospital, I'm expecting one thing. Right. But she's talking so contrary to the context that she's in. Yeah. It's blowing my mind. I'm saying to myself, Lord, where have I heard? <laughs> I need my life to be right. <laughs> She has an unusual ability to speak faith. Mm. And the word of God, like I've not said, like I've never, I ain't never seen it. Now I was in church. It ain't but two, three people I know in my life. And every time you see her, when I'm at her table, and she starts going on this rant about how much God loves man, and when she starts talking about rant, she went on a rant about how much God loves man. And she said this one night, I told her this one night, she said, and I ain't never let this go. She said, you know how much God loves you? He will tear down 10 worlds just to show you how much he loves you. <laughs> well, nothing that was going to do to that. <laughs> but she's, that's her gift. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, this is amazing. Everybody don't have that, y'all. Mm. It's supposed to be just sweet and safe. Amen, somebody. <laughs> but when you encounter somebody and you see them, you see the giftedness of them, and they can see you, and, and she can detect what's in your spirit in them. Whether you're happy or not, just a, it's just, you go to say, oh, Lord. And, and that gift, I'm going to tell y'all now, everybody in here has a gift. Yeah. The conclusion is, do you know what it is? Right. Because once you figure out what it is, you're going to change the world. Yeah. You know how the world, you know how the world's going to fix and change? Right. I, I, no, y'all don't understand. Right. Because at the end of the day, there's something in her.
why it's so important to stay faithful and let God take care. Let God take care. Let God take care of the what? Success. The key is to stay faithful and let God take care of the what, y'all? Success. Fear trumps mission if we let. Fear makes cowards of us all if we listen to his message more than God's word. Mm. Ephesians 2 and 10 says we are his workmanship, created by Jesus for good works, which God had prepared beforehand that we should walk in it. God does not need us, but he's chosen to use us in this thing called life. Come on, somebody say amen. God don't need no, he don't need calling, amen. It's a privilege to serve the Lord. Somebody say amen. It's a privilege to be used by God. This ain't, this ain't one monkey don't stop to yell. That's what they say. If you leave today, I tell people that, because I, I do this, I love, I love people today, because he said, if people come to church, people leave church, I tell people all the time, if, if I, I tell any young pastor, folks come to your church, folks folk leave your church, please do not be able to leave. Because the kingdom is so bigger than you. Mm-hmm. If they leave your church, trust me, God got some more folk he gonna see. Yeah. Don't focus on who left, focus on who stayed. Yeah. At the end of the day, you can't please everybody. Right. And what good would it be to please people and not please God? So that's yeah. amen. Yeah. You gotta do what he assigned you to do. Yeah. And if you do what he assigned you to do, you're gonna get the reward. Somebody say amen. amen. God doesn't need us. It's a privilege to be used by him. A privilege to be a vehicle for him. A privilege for him to use us in all our rockets. Somebody say amen. Last one, I'm done. Read it, say it loud. I don't even need to say that. The unfaithful, unprofitable servant did not waste the master's money. He wasted an opportunity. For if y'all underline circle that and highlight that, it wasn't the money that went to waste, it was the opportunity that got wasted. We are responsible for what we've been given, and one day we will be held responsible. We are his ambassadors of the creator. We are created beings placed in the God's created world. We work at the pleasure of our Lord, and our work is to be driven by our love of our master. Our only desire should be to hear him say when he returns, well done, good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of the Lord. Are y'all with me? Yes. Somebody say amen. amen. Come on, give God praise tonight. Put your hands together. Come on. Go. Go. Any questions on that? Any comments? Any questions on that? Any comments? So here it is. In putting God first, it's a whole month is putting God first. It is realizing you've been gifted for this assignment. You've been gifted for what God gave you. You've been gifted for what God put in you. I tell everybody, I tell everybody, there are, there, are, there were moments in ministry, I say this as a way of being transparent to you, where I didn't know if this is what I wanted to do. There were moments I didn't know if this is what I wanted to do. I, wanted, uh, I didn't know, uh, let me do better, do better. My grandfather on my mother's side pastored in Pinebrook, Arkansas, two churches, one for 47 years, the other for 43 years. Joe Lawson. My mother, she was 13 days old, 13 days old, her mother died. They took my mother, moved her to Chicago to live with cousins left her brothers and sisters in Pine Bluff. So my mother was raised in Chicago. No one thought out of all of my brothers and sisters, out of all her brothers and sisters that stayed with Reverend Joe Lawson, none of them, none of their children were in the ministry. None of them. Every last one of his children he had, which was like seven. My mother, the one that was moved 13 days old, 
was going to God. Now the last person they thought that was going to use a child to do ministry was my mom. Nobody thought. Everybody, they were taking bets against that. So when I, in college, said I was called to ministry, they said, who? This is my nickname, I'm Bebop. We was on a prayer line one time with one of my cousins. Hey, Bebop, this is your cousin, Wendy. I'm Pastor Coleman. Don't be calling me Bebop on the prayer line. So no one expected my mother to have a son because she moved. Nobody, I was raised around no preachers. I ain't no nothing like that. The least likely, that's a shell fight. But God saw fit to call me in the ministry. And when I resisted, every time I pushed back, I was giving in. Because it was God saying, I got, I'm going to use what you can do in order to do what I want you to do. And so, and I'll, here it is. So, so, Pastor Mike called me today. Dion is this going to shout. He preached uh, at a Jewish synagogue on Saturday. He calls me today. He said, Coleman, let me tell you what I preached. He said, I read Exodus 2 from the Torah. And in the Torah, the second chapter, is the conversation between God and Moses. When God called Moses, mm -hmm. and in the Torah it says this. It says, Moses says to God, Lord, please choose another angel. So Mike said he began to deal with this whole thing. Two reasons people run from assignments. Exposure and an ass. Y'all listen. He said the two reasons people will not accept God's assignment on their life, they're afraid of exposure and they're afraid of an ass. Come on. These two things Moses had. Moses didn't want to come out of where he was to go back to Egypt. That was the exposure. Y'all, somebody say amen. He was comfortable in Midian because he had had a case on his head. And he didn't want to go back to where he was because the same people who knew who he was because that was the fear of exposure. I don't want them to see me now like this. But the second thing was an ass. Moses said, but I stuck. Yeah, yeah. So not only do I not want the assignment because I'm afraid of the exposure, not only do I not want the assignment because I'm not adequate, he says, watch this, but in chapter 3, here's the hitch y'all. He said, come on, when I got to chapter 3, he said, even the Jews had to give a little praise right there. <laughs> in chapter 3 of the Torah, it says, and God told Moses, don't worry about that, I'll be with you. Mm. Yes, Lord. Can, can I bless you? I don't care what you do. You ain't never got to worry about that. God's going to be with you. Don't fear exposure. Don't fear inadequacy. Don't fear brokenness or being broke. Somebody say amen. If God calls you to it, he's going to keep you in the calling of it. Somebody say amen. I want you on. Come on, somebody give God praise. Come on, I'm done. I know you're Yeah. Yeah, sorry it just ended like that, but hey. Thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of Elevated Thoughts. Stay tuned. I'm always evolving. I'm always growing. So as I grow, the podcast grows. So stay tuned. It's 2020. And I got 2020 vision. Let's get it popping, baby. Y'all be blessed.
ね、前々なさって